didn't tell you to cut the line. Did I tell you to cut the line? You cut the line. Sorry, they shut down before we could complete our trace. We did manage to locate the general area where the transmission originated. Where? Seattle, Washington. Check out Michigan. I can make it bounce. <laughs> Everybody, yeah, and welcome to the Fake Ass Radio Show. Yeah, on SoundCloud. <laughs> I am your host, Scav D. Scav Dizzle. This show is brought to you by Black Coffee. Cause fuck cream and sugar. Black Coffee gonna get you where you need to go. Yes, it is. Try some today. <laughs> Coming up in the hour, we got music from Lil Uzi, Leak Brothers, and so much more. But first, I must introduce my co-host. Hey, hey. The Ralphie to my Randy. <laughs> the Donder to my Blitzen. <laughs> the Oda Brother. Gene Techman, ladies and gentlemen. Gene, yeah, yeah, what the yeah, fuck is yeah. going on, Holmes? Uh, what is up, Scav? Gene oh. is in the house. Man, I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm man, chilling. what's good, bro? Nothing is good. <laughs> no, <laughs> everything is good, man. Everything is good. Had a great holiday. My donder. My donder. Is it? Is it donder or donner? I think it's donner. See, now I'm saying donder. I thought it's thing donder. My whole life I've been saying donder. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Donner. Donner, Donner and Blitz. <laughs> Who the fuck knows, man? I'm saying Donner. Anyone else is wrong. Yeah. I, I like Dancer, man. Dancer's my favorite one. Dancer? What yeah. about Prancer, the one they made the fucking movie about? He's weak. Yeah. I had to go yeah. see that movie with my grandmother when I was uh, like 10 years old. I had to go with my... <laughs> My uh, little brother, my little sister, my grandma wanted to take us to a, a G-rated movie, so I had to go fucking sit through Prancer. And yeah. the only good thing that came out of that was they ran a uh, extended trailer for the original live-action uh, Ninja Turtles movie, <laughs> which I had no clue they were even doing. And my, it just right. blew my young fucking brain. It just, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> it was fucking nuts, man. It was absolutely nuts. Hilarious. But, uh, yeah, some good came out of that. Yeah, man. But, uh, anyways, dog, missed you last week. Yeah, man. Busy holidays, Christmas, Christmas Eve, family, friends, drinking, alcohol, lots of, lots of things got in the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes shit happens, man. Sometimes. Yeah, you know. Yeah. 
In case how, the, how, was, uh, how was your Christmas, man? Oh, it was good, man. I was going to say, in case the audience didn't notice, uh, we, we did take a, uh, a week off from the show to uh, absorb the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Little, little small vacation for baby Jesus. Yeah, we needed some time to fully, I don't know, get into the Christmas spirit, you know? Sometimes yeah. uh, this, these things take a minute to, to get into it all, you know? Yeah, warm up, friends, yeah. family. Got to hang out with a bunch of people you really probably don't want to hang out with. Sometimes, know? yeah, there's a lot of uh, annoying bullshit that, that it usually starts out with, right? It's And it's always <laughs> yeah. the same annoying bullshit. Uh, like, yeah. uh, you know, the god-awful Christmas songs, the, the constant fucking ringing of that bell, <laughs> the <laughs> Salvation <laughs> Army. Yeah, that motherfucker is just always out there ringing his fucking shit constantly. <laughs> <laughs> So, right. Yeah. The, the, fuck that the, guy. the over the over obligation to have to buy someone a gift that you really don't care to get them a gift, but they got you something. So now you uh you feel obligated to dish out a little extra. Yep. You got to <laughs> buy people gifts. You got to go out and deal with all that bullshit. You got to do that. Christmas too. is not my Christmas is not my holiday, man. It's it's not my. Uh, I know I know I sound like a Grinch, but it's just not my holiday. I'm I'm more of a Thanksgiving kind of guy. Like get get me around a bunch of people that I want to hang out with. Let's eat some food. Let's have some drinks and like. Forget all the forget all the gift exchange obligation stuff, man. It's to me, eh, corporate machine. They just they just want you to spend money. We're all brainwashed. Just spend as much as possible and max out our credit cards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Spend all that fucking money, man. Spend it all. <laughs> right. Um Yeah, there's usually a lot of uh bullshit discussion about things during the holidays too. Uh like whether or not Die Hard is a, a fucking Christmas movie or not. Right. <laughs> Which it is, mind you. It, it totally is. is. Yeah, it takes place totally. during fucking Christmas. Come on. It's a Christmas movie. <laughs> right. No ifs, ands, <laughs> or buts about it. <laughs> yeah. It always comes on during uh, Christmas, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's too much Christmas going on not for it to be a Christmas movie. For sure. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's usually the same... Uh, Bullshit year after year, and it, and it takes a while for Gene and I to, to get into that spirit of Christmas. But, yeah. uh, you know, we always usually get there, though. You always usually get there. Just takes a minute. Yeah. We go strong during these holidays, right? Go hard in the paint, man. The only way to do it. <laughs> Especially if I could Gene Techman, man. I got audio on my man Gene right here on Christmas Day. My man is running through the fucking streets. Here, listen to this shit. Listen to him. <laughs> everyone feeling some kind of way this christmas uh, huh? love everybody <laughs> and i'm not gonna lie you sounded like the uh the whitest white man i've ever heard there <laughs> well i mean i say merry christmas must have been cold out there right <laughs> uh, anyways yeah what uh what did you do what'd you do this holiday holmes what'd you do you know um christmas eve man had the uh had day completely free you know, hung out a little bit more on uh, Christmas Eve. 
And uh, we, you know, we got up and uh, caught the phenomenal Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Oh, we might talk more about that here in a second. Yes, yes, yes. Tease, tease, uh, tease, tease, tease. Yep, yep. So had a... uh, had a nice little movie experience about that. And um, watch it in D-Box, man. It's pretty awesome. But we'll get into that a little later. Yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, Chinese restaurants are open on um, Christmas Eve. So, yeah, of course, we went out, got a little Japanese, actually. Went, went and got some sushi and some noodles and rice, you know, and chow down. And then, uh, yeah, we finished it off just kind of hanging out, playing video games. I kind of, like, slipped into being a kid again. I don't, I don't, I'm not normally a gamer, but I... I lost myself for, uh, I don't know, about six hours of uh, video game playing. And, uh, yeah, the next day, Christmas, you know, slept in as much as possible. And, uh, yeah, made my way over uh, my girl's house or her uh, family's house. And uh, we chilled, man. Hadn't had a good time. Chill, drank. Had a typical Christmas. There's always that one that's uh, the off person that everyone talks about. And, you know, it was, it was <laughs> but it was good. All in all, man, it was good. Good, man. Yeah. It went fast, right? It just, uh, Christmas was just boom. It was just here. It, it did, man. This whole entire month, I swear, just was fast forward this yeah. month. Just bam. You said you're a Thanksgiving guy. It feels like Thanksgiving was just last week, for Christ's sake. Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm still like not over Thanksgiving because yeah. I enjoy Thanksgiving so yeah, much. I'm still like, eating, yeah, I'm still eating <laughs> leftovers from this motherfucker, man. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> right? Oh, shit. Yeah, man. So, so, you know. Well, good, man. I'm glad yeah, you so. had a good one. Yeah, we, uh, we didn't do shit either. We stayed here. Uh, both of our yeah. families are in Michigan. But uh, we opted to not go home for the holidays this year. We stayed here, and uh, we uh, smoked a pork butt. Yeah, okay. Yeah, smoked a pork butt and uh, had a bonfire and called it a day. Nice, nice, nice. Watched the Christmas story, watched Die Hard. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. Yeah, we actually got a little bit of snow here. And it Did snowed. You? Yeah, fucking bullshit. In Seattle. Fucking bullshit. I hate snow. Yeah, Christmas Eve. Yeah, man. <laughs> fucking bullshit fucking snow, man. White Christmas? That don't mean shit to me. Man. <laughs> don't mean a damn thing to me. I'm sure it made some kids happy around here to see some snow on Christmas morning, but not me. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got four inches of this shit. At least four wow. or five inches. Yeah. That's uh, more than I would have ever expected in Seattle, yeah, man. Me too. That's, not, that's, that's not typical. I'm, I'm sure, right? No, I don't, not yeah. at all. People freak out over that shit. They close everything down. Not, everything was already yeah. closed on Christmas Eve anyways, thank God. So I don't think a lot of business yeah. has suffered. But yeah, man, they fucking... People just don't do shit. <laughs> yeah, it starts snowing on Christmas Eve. And uh, Heather tried to show me. She tried to pull me over the window and point out how pretty the, the fucking snowfall was on this Christmas Eve. And tried to have a moment with me and... This little romantic Christmas moments, and I was like, fuck this fucking snow, man. I didn't drag my ass across this fucking country and live where it fucking snows. Fuck this shit. <laughs> right. I just totally ruined the fucking moments. Totally ruined that shit. <laughs> right. <Man. laughs> I do that a lot, man. I do that a lot. I fucking ruined the moment with my piss poor attitude. <laughs> but yeah, Heather, uh, yeah, she made a big ass snowman Christmas Day, and uh, I built a nice campfire, and uh, we just hung out at home with the dogs, and uh, pretty much nothing to do. So yeah, I, um, on Christmas Eve I shoveled my driveway, man. I felt like a felt like a kid. Not really something you feel excited to do, but once I got out there and uh, I started shoveling, man, I was ready to put on some snow pants and uh, like make snow angels, man. I was like, yeah, kind of like kind of like the snow. 
about, I don't know, 24 hours later, I was completely over it. Yeah, they fucked shit. <laughs> there is right. yeah, like a sense of pride and accomplishment when you're done shoveling that long ass driveway. Yeah, know? and I think I think that's where uh, I think that's what I was most excited about. I, I looked at my driveway like I just like uh, like got a fresh haircut or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? I just like, this driveway and it's ass. You see my driveway? Mm. Look at my driveway. That's a, that's, a, that's a nice clean driveway. You can see all the paint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't have to do that shit anymore. Thank God. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good Christmas, man. Super relaxing. Yeah, man. One of the most relaxing Christmases I've had in a long time. That's good, man. Yeah. All in all, successful holiday. Successful holiday, man. Yeah. I think my uh, my gift giving game was on point this year too. Yeah. So, really? Uh, yeah. So there you go, man. Fucking. Well, what, what what'd you get? What was your highlight gift this year? Oh, I just get cash, man. I get some cash from my grandma. Yeah. I love that money. You know, Can't go wrong with that. He fucking loves that ching, boy. Love yeah, it. Yeah. You can never never go wrong with cash. Yeah, it makes me happy. My uh, my mother ended up getting me a uh, a video doorbell. So if somebody rings my doorbell. A video turns on and I can answer my door from my phone so I can see them and talk to them from my phone anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> nice. They yeah, are yeah. making that Nest is making one here. Uh, that Nest who makes the thermostats. I got one of those Nest thermostats. I'm waiting for them to put out their uh, version of a, the, the door bell. That's what it is. That's what I got. Oh, it's already out. Yeah. No shit. There's, these motherfuckers <laughs> were supposed to email me. <laughs> yeah, God damn it. <laughs> that, that's what I ended up getting for Christmas, man. All right, good bad to know. Badass bad doorbell, right? All right, man. <laughs> I'm going to head right to the fucking store, right to fucking yeah. Best Buy. Get it, uh, man. It's dope. Yeah, hopefully everybody else out there in the fake-ass radio land had a great holiday, too, and yeah. uh, got what they wanted. Or um, maybe they got somebody uh, something that uh, they wanted, too, which is uh, what it's all about, right? Right, right, right. So there you go. What else happened while we were away? Uh, a fucking new Slim Shady album. Yep. Right? Him. Yeah. Yep. He did, in fact, release uh, Revival the Friday after we released our last episode. And uh, on that show, we talked about how his latest song, Untouchable, uh, was a little too politically charged. And uh, I think we both agreed we didn't want the whole album to be like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm pleased to say that not every song was about the uh, current state of our country. Mm-hmm. I'd say most of them were, but uh, not all of them. Mm-hmm. He uh, managed to throw a couple songs in about fucking some sluts, <laughs> which I thought was good, right? There's still some glimpses of his old slim, shady self that peek out on this record. Yeah. And uh, he's still twisting up those words like only he can. Yeah. Right. And uh, yeah, parts of it actually sounded like the uh, the shady of old. Yeah, and and you know this, uh, and, and like I said in the last episode about the Untouchable song, you know Eminem is a uh, he's a talented artist, you know, and he's he's off, and we all know he's off. So listening to him, I mean, you have to have a particular mind to even find the humor, the wit, and you know appreciate the script that he puts together and the way he places words. And uh, like I said, his competition is his self so he has a catalog this is his ninth album and for him to go up against what he's produced in the past it's 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 his biggest challenge so i mean i think with this album i think he did a phenomenal job in my opinion 
I think it is more commercial and more pop than probably what he's ever done in the past. I would agree but with I, that. Yeah, but I, I, I also think um, he still um, he still kept true to you know being the MC that he is, and he put in those songs where he goes into Slim Shady mode, and I'm just I'm just flipping words and I'm going crazy and I'm putting placing words in all different types of ways and patterns that make you think and make you have to rewind the track and oh man, I got to hear that again. And then there's those pop songs that I know that are for, you know, commercial radio and they're for the girls that he has as fan as a fan base. And, you know, Pink's on the album and Alicia Keys on the album. And then there's the pro America song so he can round out his uh, his image that he's this anti-American by saying, fuck Trump. You know, and he wants to put his himself like I do love America, though. So, you know, as a as an art piece reviewing this album, like I I definitely take a step back. I can't say that it's my favorite Eminem album, but I definitely have to say that it is a great album. And I give it I give it two thumbs up, in my opinion. I think it's a great album. All right. Two thumbs up from Gene. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of mixed on it. Yeah. I'm kind of half and half on it. It's always hard for me to fully concentrate. When I'm listening yeah. to an Eminem album, uh, with the amount of OCD that I have, I lose focus because his lyrics are so sharp. And I always end up thinking about me or something, you know, that's going on in my life uh, based right. on something that he says in his songs. It's hard to explain. It's really hard to explain. But uh, it is because he's so crafty. It almost becomes too complex to listen to. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's too much sometimes. Maybe that's what yeah. it is. Maybe that's why. I don't yeah. want to fucking think so much anymore. Yeah. And, <laughs> but, and, 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 and you know what? I, I listened to the album one time, and I, you know, it, it wasn't quite my taste. I didn't quite love it. I was a little, not upset, but I just wasn't completely pleased with the album. And I listened to it again, and I pulled a little bit more out of the album. And every single time I listened to it over and over, I, I took a step back from my original opinion. And again... I can't expect him to be the Eminem that I want him to be every single album. You know what I mean? He has many different dynamics of what he is. I mean, Eminem, Slim Shady, Marshall Mathers, those are three altered egos that he has played with throughout his career. So if you listen to his songs, you'll notice that each one of those songs has a different personality that's pretty much writing that rhyme. You know what I mean? Yep. So like, so to to hear him now as a 45-year-old man, you know what I mean? Like, of course, he's a different person. So he's not going to be the 26-year-old Eminem that I was once listening to. Right. You know, so it's, it's you know, sometimes you just got to take a step back and listen to the artists and like witness the artists for what they're doing from where they're at and appreciate it or you don't. It's that simple. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, like, like you said, you know, I, I have mixed feelings about this album because there are some songs that I really like. And then there are some songs that I hate the beginning, but I love the ending. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it kind of, uh, you know, it kind of flip flops you all over the place. But like you said, I think it again is one of those albums that make you think. And my point to even what I'm saying now is it was about the third time that I listened to the album that I decided to read along with the lyrics. And when I read along with the lyrics is when I said, holy fucking shit. This man is a fucking lyrical genius yeah. to this day still. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. That's where I definitely can say, uh, yep, nope, this is a great body of work. And if you tried to put it up against a lot of the albums and musicians that are out today, it's like not even close. You know what I mean? Like Migos, they're great at their fun little party songs. But at the end of the day, we're talking like crafted material that somebody put some time and effort in to make this art. Like there's, it's no comparison. Eminem yeah. is one of the best. So Musical podcasts. Yep. <laughs> Musical content. Yeah. Uh, 
You uh, mentioned a little bit ago that the album seems a little more commercial than what he normally yeah. does. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, every song pretty much has some singing on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, more than half the album seems uh, radio friendly. Yeah. It's got to be a yeah. radio hit. Yeah. Softer side of Eminem. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think uh, I think he was, uh, from the sounds of it, just my assumptions, from leading the album with a song like Walk on Water, which is uh, a little bit more of an intimate perspective of Eminem. It was, it's not quite the Hi My Name Is or the Berserk. It's yeah. uh, a little, little bit more of an intimate song. He had Beyonce on the track. Obviously, that, that's the, an attempt to boost the sales of the song. And I think he was a little timid going into this album. And uh, he, I think he played it safe as far as making this an album that he was attempting to make as like a um, ultimately a well-rounded album. I think he was trying to hit many different crowds and many different audiences like he has in order to bring a fan base in that I obviously think he's worried about losing. Yeah, for sure. Mm, yeah, he's still so, coming hard with some shit though on here. I'm, I'm not. I won't lie about that. Uh, yeah, he's still coming hard with some shit. Uh, the song "Framed." Framed. Uh, yeah, what is? I think it's middle, middle of the album there. Because I was. Right. That might be the greatest Eminem song ever, except for that <laughs> fucking chorus where he goes, "I was." oh god man he definitely could have come with a better hook for this fucking song i think man yeah yeah. lyrically it might be the best track on the album uh except for that fucking awful chorus yeah yeah he murders it he murders it one where he says uh like something about the fucking Blonde girl with the motherfucking baton twirler, some shit like that. Yeah, yeah that was hard right. as fuck. I was like, damn, okay, yeah. That was weird. He <laughs> just did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah so that, good. that is a highlight of that track for sure. Yeah, good lyrics, but uh, man, yeah. he's, he's never, never good with the hooks. Man, hook writing is not his, uh, not his specialty. Man, most of his hooks are trash. Man, fucking. Hi, my name is. Oh, my name is, my name is <laughs> Slam Shady. Yeah. You know, an, an, another song on the album that he uh, he takes off on is Offended. Offended is another one. Uh, yeah. That uh, the, he he kills he kills the, uh, the 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 track in every single way, shape, and form. And uh, like you said, the uh, the hook just all of a sudden record scratch. He goes into this like. Little kids riddle. Nursery rhyme bullshit. No one likes me. Everyone hates me. I guess yeah. I'll just eat turds. What the fuck yeah. is that? Yeah, I'm like, come on, man, dude. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck, Slim. I try to. I've tried to appreciate it for what it was. Yeah. Um, another another great track where I think he goes off with the uh, the rapper Fresher, uh, Chloroseptic. Yeah, that's another one of the tracks on the album. I really think you know he's he's displaying his rap god type rhymes. You know, yeah, just really dominating on the mic. So it's a good one too. Good downtown yeah, yeah. track. It's a good album. Yeah. It's a, yeah. certainly good background music for a party for sure. Yep. Uh, I said uh, the last episode that I don't like when uh, he raps over the rock and roll hooks though. Yeah, and uh, you know beats that have these recognizable hard rock samples. As a uh, hip-hop producer and loop digger, I just can't respect that. I uh, like to see producers and MCs look for something a little bit deeper in those crates. But, uh, yeah, he does that a few times on this record, and uh, <laughs> they're both equally corny and fucking terrible. You know, and I, and I think he, um, 
I think once he made his connection with Rick Rubin, I think, uh, and, you know, I don't know Rick Rubin, but I can just I can just imagine, you know, Rick Rubin is a uh, he's a, a music mecca. You know, he's uh, he's the messiah of uh, the hip hop culture becoming a commercial industry with, uh, you know, partnership with Russell Simmons with Def Jam. And I think at that time there was a uh, a sound that was coming from hip hop. That was a little rock and roll. It was heavily rock and roll influenced. And rap hip hop was a, a new version of rock and roll as it went commercial. And I think, you know, I think there's a piece of Eminem that he wants to reach back to that old school, that original sound, that that scratch of a record, that guitar riff. And I think, you know, his project with Rick Rubin, great producer to want to work with. But to try to duplicate something over and over again that has already came and went, I think, is a challenge that you could find yourself shooting yourself in the foot about. And I think that's what ultimately comes out of those rock songs. They come off almost a little too rock heavy and it almost loses its hip hop spin that it's Eminem and he's going for. You know, he needs needs to stop that shit, man. (laughs) Yeah, I don't care if it's Rick Rubin. (laughs) Rick Rubin gives me those beats. I'm going to fucking tell him no. (laughs) <laughs> get those fucking things out of this house <laughs> yeah we can do without those yeah uh, yeah but i'd say the reactions on this uh you know are, are definitely mixed and yeah. uh yeah he's uh pretty much put out the fucking last jedi of rap albums essentially <laughs> yeah people go nuts over this fucking guy yeah they he's, do and uh Surprisingly enough, the album sales weren't um, they weren't that high for Eminem. It was one of his lowest um, album releases. But yet again, he actually hit number one on the Billboard chart, which makes him the only artist, only solo artist to ever have eight consecutive number ones. All right. There you go. Yeah. Let's say DMX used to kill that shit. When uh, DMX yeah. used to put them records out, he was always straight to the fucking <clears throat> top. Yeah, he had two number ones in one year, back to back. Actually. Yeah, fucking D. What do you think of Last Jedi? Uh, Last Jedi. Um, so, like I said, went to go see it on Christmas Eve. Uh, we went to go see it in D Box, and I know I've talked to you about D Box before. D Box is when they have the uh, the seat that's choreographed with the movie, which definitely gives you a uh, a different feel of the movie. There's little things, little actions that you probably wouldn't pick up on, little movements that make you feel a little bit more, I guess, present with the movie. So, you know, that aspect alone, watching any Star Wars movie, you already got me. I'm already halfway sold, and I'm already going to tell you that I probably like the movie. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, you know, the, the storyline itself, the action, um, you know, everything that came along with it, Kylo Ren and, you know, what they did with his character, and he breaks his mask and a little bit more exposing and, uh, you know, a little bit more intimate with Ray. And this connection, I'm left to wonder so many different things of their relationship and then the parallels between Luke and Leia and Anakin and what it's possibly going to turn into in the next movie. Yeah, I personally I personally thought it was pretty gnarly. I love the fight scenes between Luke and uh, Kylo and just the way, you know, Luke handled the situation. I had goosebumps, his fight scene with Rey. When Kylo killed Snook, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm. This is I should have warned. Spoil alert in every single way, shape. It's fine, dude. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah, but um, (laughs) everyone's seen this motherfucker. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, but uh, 
But yeah, the action scenes were uh, were just freaking awesome, man. Just watching what they put into choreograph these lightsaber fights. You know, I was yeah. I was excited. I was excited watching this movie, and I, it had my attention from the beginning all the way into the end. I thought it was great. Man, I thought it was just okay. Yeah, uh, like the Eminem album, I'm kind of mixed on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't the movie I wanted, mm-hmm. and uh, pretty much none of the theories that I mentioned in our last episode ended up panning out at all. Right. <laughs> none of them, not one. Right. <laughs> I had a few theories. Uh, I said Leia would die. Uh, she didn't. Right. Although it looked like she did for a second. Yeah. And then she uh, came back to life and used the fucking force to fly through open space and yeah. get medical <laughs> attention. Uh, I'm not really sure how I thought about that. Uh, it's definitely not the way I wanted to see Princess Leia use the force for the first time. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said they would mention uh, Darth Vader's helmet and uh, maybe go into a little of the backstory about how fucking Kylo Ren even got that damn burnt up charred helmet. But uh, they didn't do that either. Uh, if anything, fucking like you mentioned earlier, homeboy Kylo Ren gets he gets made fun of for wearing the fucking his own helmet by uh, Snoke's early in the movie, yeah. and he smashed yeah. the fuck out of it. Yeah, and that was a judgment call that they had to make at some point, and uh, ultimately for the movie to be the movie that it was, he had to get rid of his helmet because they they wouldn't have been able to have those intimate scenes like they did between Ray if it was you know, Kylo with a mask on that has this synthesized voice. That makes sense. They stripped him down. They, it. they, yeah. they stripped him down. Literally. There was a scene yeah. where it was just like him exposed chest. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, <laughs> and I think that was, I think, I think in a way that was a metaphor of how they were stripping him down to his flesh, to oh. his raw, you know, very like interesting. They, yeah. They, the way that Luke was involved in the force and the way that was used, there was a, uh, Many in the way he disappeared at the end. There were so many different thoughts I had from like, you know, was he here? Was he not here? His use of the force. Yoda can appear. You know what I mean? Right. Was Luke already dead? You know what I mean? Like I went through all these different thoughts, you know, and I had to think like, well, what does this mean? (laughs) And I, and I, I, you know, when watching the movie, I tried to think of everything in the flat aspect of watching it, or is this a metaphor? You know? Interesting. Yeah. I didn't see metaphors. I, I just saw them basically shitting on uh, old Star Wars classic uh, storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, they make fun of the helmet and shit, and it's like, fuck you, Scab, and your helmet idea, and fuck Vader and his goofy-ass helmet, too. <laughs> right? Seems to seem like they shit on Vader. Yeah. His helmet. Yeah, and like when Ray hands Luke his fucking lightsaber... Right at the beginning. What does he do? What does he do? He fucking throws that throws motherfucker it. away. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I fucking gasped and shit. I was like, you don't do that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he called it a fucking laser sword at some point, too. So I was yeah, like, what the fuck? Did. Yeah, that was a little record scratch for me, too, to hear that out loud be called a razor sword. I'm like, ah, that's something you see on, like, a uh, a parody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. The, I, I don't know if I would have used that verbiage to make that point across that he was obviously discrediting the um, the lightsaber. Yeah, I was like, yeah. What the fuck, man, laser sword. Right. 
<laughs> they didn't go into uh, whether or not Ray and Kylo Ren are related, like I think. Uh, yeah. Like you said, yeah, they actually had intimate moments, and they had like them force talk yeah. <laughs> to each other. And uh, yeah. yeah, it seemed like she was starting to want to fuck him. If you're watching, <laughs> yeah, it kind of seems like it. Yeah, and then you mentioned homeboys all shirtless in the one scene again. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, so I think, um, and I could be wrong, but I think there is a parallel there between Luke and Leia when they met, because at one point in time, it was questioned were they possibly. Lovers and not brother and yeah, sister. Yeah, man, he was wanting to fuck her too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was an attraction, there was a draw, there was a connection they had. Did they understand it? No, not really. And nor did the audience either. You know, and that's where it was kind of left to ponder, which is kind of some weird shit, kind of, if you really think about it, too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'll tell you, man, I am not uh, attracted, nor am I drawn to uh, seeing Kylo Ren's shirtless fucking awkward. Bod man titties, neither. <laughs> right. <laughs> they can, hey, uh, hey, yeah, I, they can stall I, that I, shit out. I, I saw, I saw a meme of uh, it was, it was like a, a buff Kylo Ren. It was all cartoon, little uh, comic. It was a buff Kylo Ren with these uh, big titties, and then all of a sudden Luke makes his way over to him and puts a bottle to his nipple and he uh he milks him with blue milk oh, like that. Oh god, yeah man, that was some more bullshit. I was like, what the fuck? He milks he milks this sea monster <laughs> and gets blue milk out of him, but he gets blue milk out of Kylo Ren's titties and starts yeah. drinking. He gives him a very douchey look afterwards too. Like that's <laughs> mm, good. Yeah. yeah. Fucking A man. Jesus Christ. This, this is living. I, I wish they uh did some things differently. I think I could have written a more entertaining Star Wars movie than this one. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think the Luke character was poorly written, and uh, so does he. Mark Hamill was not happy with how they did Luke in this one. I wanted more out of the story, I think. Uh, I wanted to see more of R2. Like, where the fuck was R2? Yeah. He's hardly in it, man. Yeah. I know the guy who used to be inside of R2, he fucking died last year, but I mean, damn. Yeah. Can they find another fucking midget to fucking throw in the can and move around and make the noises? <laughs> I mean, it seems like the end of The Force Awakens, it looks like R2 is going to be a major player in the next one. You know, yeah. like him and BB-8 yeah. are going to be like a tag team and just tear shit up. That'd, but, be, uh, that'd be sweet. Exactly. That's, that's something I'd want to see, but no, R2 was hardly in this fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, so there's another missed opportunity, I think. There just wasn't a lot to care about in this movie. I feel like every Star Wars movie, even uh, the prequels, had something that made you give a shit, something that involved you, you know, and, and not D-Box involved, right? Uh, <laughs> I just uh, didn't feel very involved in this one. I don't think anything major really happened, and uh, I don't know. I think that parts of the Laura Dern role, she was Vice Admiral Haldo. I, I think they, some of those parts were written for Carrie Fisher. And uh, she didn't have enough time to actually film them before she died. Mm. There's a scene where Laura Dern's character at the end, she sacrifices herself and crashes her ship into a fucking big Star Destroyer. Yeah. And uh, she saves the day. Don't you think that that was supposed to be Leia? Wouldn't that have been better? I mean, uh, I, I would have been involved a lot more if, if uh, they'd have had Leia go out like that. You know, that's, right. that would be a huge sacrificial move for Leia. Yeah. Yes, ultimately, 
she kills herself with that move. Yeah. And we, that is that was a huge move. Exactly. Yeah. I think it I think that's how the, what they should have done. I don't think they had enough time to do it. Didn't even really mean shit. Yeah. Do you notice how the, the sound stopped for about 10 seconds during that scene? Yeah, and that was totally intentional. I hear the theaters are actually putting up notices uh, at the door, like, hey, they, yeah. at an hour and 47 minutes, this uh, motherfucker uh, does something weird with the sound. So just uh, a yeah. spoiler alert, <laughs> nothing's <Yep>. wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. And I, the silence, you know, was obviously there to make uh, the effect more dramatic, but realizing later after reading up on it it was to replicate the the vacuum of sound in outer space like yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't hear it that's uh i thought that was pretty gnarly gnarly little thought for 10 seconds yeah. that's <laughs> how it would really happen <laughs> yep <laughs> even fucking snokes wasn't shit they fucking didn't really talk about him at all they just killed his ass quick they just yeah. get rid of the fucking villain inexplicably man they just iron man threed his ass yeah the villain got iron man threed and they just wrote him out quick and, and made him uh, a red herring, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I think the villain ends up being Kylo Ren, right? Ultimately. So, yeah. Who knows? Who knows what they'll do with him in the next movie? But, uh, I don't know. All in all, uh, I think I have to watch it again to fully respect it. Yeah. It uh, definitely didn't land uh, as well as uh, Episode 7 did for me. I think all the uh, nostalgia... That they put in the last one, it's gone in this movie. Mm. And a lot of the old chemistry is gone, and uh, not even Master Yoda himself could bring it back, man. Mm. It was great to see Yoda in this one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. It made yeah. a little cameo. Not CGI Yoda, you know, like the one that uh, was like flipping around in all the prequels. Yeah, yeah. No, we got Frank Oz, puppet Yoda, in this one. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So that was good to see. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that was actually a puppet, but I, yeah. just, uh, I guess I just assumed. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they did that right. They at least did that right. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to give this one another go uh, when I can steal it off the Internet and fully uh, be able to tell if I like it or not. Yeah. I don't hate it. Not at all. I just think that the pros and the cons are, are kind of equal right now. Yeah. So I'll have to watch it again to tip the scales. Totally. So, totally. But, uh, yeah, it's not bad. But uh, it's not good either. <laughs> I'm not completely trashing the shit out of it. And I, I said I liked Yoda. <laughs> There's uh, <laughs> some other shit I like too, I think. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Uh, see it a few times. Judge for yourself. And uh, I can finally listen to everybody else's podcasts and uh, hear what they thought about it uh, without these motherfuckers spoiling shit for me. So <laughs> there you go. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Fake Ass Radio Show. And now, a tactful email to customer service by Scav B. Dear UPS, I was disappointed to find out that not only was I gouged on the price of my shipment, but that it also did not arrive on time as promised by your employee. This year, I made it a point to actually go to the stores and buy my holiday gifts personally and send the ones that needed sending. I did not want to buy anything on Amazon this year, but this shipment with UPS is a clear example of why I should have. 
I have a UPS account, and I always use UPS whenever I need shipping, but I will use FedEx or Amazon from now on. Thank you for your time. Signed, ScavD. That was a tactful email to customer service by ScavD. From Hot Butter Podcast, and when I'm not practicing being a pianist, I'm listening to the fake ass radio show on SoundCloud. Radio show scab D Gene Tackman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's keep this shit going. And uh I think you know what time it is, man. Oh, it's that time. Let's get into that music, bro. We free the people with music. Sweet, yeah, we free the people with music. Sweet, yeah, we free the people with music. With music. With music. Oh, music. Oh yeah, baby. You know how we do. That sweet succulent sound. We got that music. What you got for me tonight? Tonight, man, I have a, a little ditty from Mr. Little Wayne. Um, Lil Wayne just released a mixtape album, Dedication Six. Uh, I've been waiting to listen to this for some time now. It was released this past Christmas, and uh, Little Wayne just does it awesome. Uh, he he does mixtapes with industry beats, and I think that's kind of like a cool way of just staying in touch with your fans, being able to give them some free music and, uh, you know, doing over beats that they're familiar with and just kind of taking, taking songs that are hot and just remixing them and making, making them your own. And when you can take a, a remix track of someone else's and just body it, I think, I just think it shows off your caliper of, uh, being an MC and little Wayne to me, he's one of the best metaphor after metaphor. This song EXO tour life featuring E baby is a um, a version of Lil Uzi's uh, track, All My Friends Are Dead. And uh, I think he kills it on this track. And you're only going to hear this on the fake-ass radio show. So listen up, kiddos, because this is Lil Wayne and E-Baby, XO Tour Life on the fake-ass radio show with Scab D and G Techman. Yah, punks. On this water, bone dry, hard times, R.I.P. Baby, my phone died, but don't cry. Heaven gates was closed, I went to hell, it was a long line. Two holes in the bed, it's hard to wake up on the wrong side. Few bumps in the road, a little bump and growl, I don't 
I told my son that whatever the sun touches yours, little nigga I told my daughter don't give up your love to a poor little nigga I told my bitch if she cheated, she making a poor decision I told that bitch if she leaving, she leaving the solar system But hoes don't listen, but I'm on the road to riches She can't ignore the engine I bought my type of medallion that cost in the store, my nigga I don't know, guess how I was born, my nigga So burn hoes, I'm else in your, my nigga To the moon like Warren, nigga He ain't the plug, let's see farmer, nigga It ain't a car, let's see farmer, nigga And the R plus another R, nigga But I used to want to Ford Explorer, nigga Had to move the trap out the Florida, nigga Had to move the car up out of water, nigga But I'm still too scared to get in the water Nigga, about to throw another pool party, nigga I told her I'm that wherever this gun point is hoes, nigga Man on my feet on top and on my toes like Moses, nigga I told her cop that my car is too fast to pull over, nigga Cool as fuck, keeping my cool before my composure, nigga That's poker, nigga Playing the cards I was dealt and shit, I was broken, nigga track man uh all my friends are dead and just has fun with it man great party track and i think uh i don't know i think he did it better than a little uzi in my opinion mm-hmm. but that's just my opinion though. but i, I thought I it was gonna track. be a little uzi i said it was gonna be a little uzi at the beginning of the episode yeah i thought, I thought so. Wayne. hey but that's okay easter egg pocket Bing. <laughs> yeah. all, right. all right i had a little song here it's uh from a concept album called water world 
featuring two of my favorite MCs, uh, Cage Kennels and Tame One. No shit. Back in, I think, 2005, they uh, put their brains together and did a very PCP-fueled concept album about Sherm. (laughs) (laughs) And it's absolutely fucking fantastic. You want to hear a rap album about drugs? This is your motherfucking lucky day. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Like I said, from the album Waterworld, uh, the name of the song is See Through. All right. Cage, Tame One, R, Leak Brothers, Big Ass Radio Show, Scab D, Gene Tackman. You didn't know. You are completely transparent, man. My boy just found his mom dead Days after she got a palm And she got to drown in what made me a jarhead Not a marine, but I'm an army fatigues Ready to flip with an undoubtedly dubious demented demon dip Stuffed to my face till my lungs embrace the death You see a crowd of souls choking on the smoke in my breath Flat tire, no fire, stuck out of Dippyville You know you born when you see blood vessels in your peripheral My eyes are two planets and maggots that all stare at whoever's speaking to me, I am not there. She left me to go fly in the mist. She slipped and slide and piss. Psych major, I was fucking my psychiatrist. Brother thinks he poses a threat. I was defocused and wet. Only my dog when you stuck your nose in my shit. She's needy, greedy, made it to my CD. I hope you get VD. You can stand in front of my team. She's
Blink, blink, blink. Yeah. Fake ass radio show. Scab D, Gene Tackman, Leak Brothers. Agent Tay, man. Yeah. Those, those two dudes can body a fucking track, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good shit. Good yeah, shit man. Right I dig it. That's a great album. Leak Brothers is a great album. Yeah. Bust yeah. that one back out. It, it was one of those albums, like, top 10 slept on albums of that year. You know what I mean? Like, it was one of those albums that, in the, like, underground, true underground heads were up on that shit. You know what I mean? Nobody was talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Fire. Great, great selection. What a lot of motherfuckers been talking about lately, though, is uh, Bitcoin. Yeah. A whole lot of talk about these uh, cryptocurrencies, the Bitcoin and the Litecoin and all this shit. Let me uh, fucking start this segment out with some uh, little hacker Bitcoin music here. Bitcoin, look at this bitch. Mining, mining, mine. <laughs> yeah, I really don't understand what the fuck it is. All I know is uh, it seems like you turn your real currency into fake ass currency. And uh, yeah, it doesn't involve a bank, and uh, which means they aren't tied to any regulations, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, when I need to buy, like, all my automatic weapons and child sex slaves and pills on the Internet, I should probably use Bitcoin to pay for it, right? (laughs) That's what you want to do, but... (laughs) Right. Um, There's been a lot of talk about, uh, like, trading the Bitcoin lately. As we saw the, uh, the price of Bitcoin going into the thousands this year. Yeah. Um, I yeah. got um I got involved in some Bitcoin investing, and uh, I've learned a lot about it in the past couple of weeks. And uh, it's not real money, but either is the money that the American U.S. government uses. Either that's not real money either. Yeah, in the sense where they just print that shit up whenever they want. Exactly. Yeah, and it ain't worth shit. It ain't worth it's a by damn. The federal yeah, it's by the Federal Reserve, and we've been off the gold mint for many, many years now. So, on by that being said, this is when they print it out. It's the same thing as making a Bitcoin. All it is, it's a different currency that's starting to evolve online. It's like if there was an island that came out of the ocean, and all of a sudden people started to populate that, and they had to call something their finance and their money. This is kind of what that is. You know what I mean? And it's all online. So, I mean. It's a thing I don't have my hands completely wrapped around yet, but I'm understanding, you know, just like people that have spent Bitcoin on drug money and it's untraceable. Well, what else does anybody else (laughs) use to get drugs or, you know, traffic people? They're using regular money. So really nothing has changed in that dynamic there. Right. You know what I mean? (laughs) How How do you trace a $100 bill who used it? And how it was connected to the next person and the next person. That you can't do. <laughs> right. You know. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. But uh, the market's going up like crazy and people are investing in it. And uh, it's one Bitcoin is valued more than the U.S. dollar by the time that we're recording this. Currently, right now, at like fourteen to $15,000. And uh, people are trading it with value. So, 
You know, there's companies that are starting to accept it. Uh, Tesla Automotive, they've accepted Bitcoin for payments for their vehicles. Um, Groupon, Craigslist even has the option now. Are you willing to accept this in Bitcoin? You know, it's um, pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah, I thought about getting into this shit and buying some. And uh, both of my parents are in banking. And uh, I asked them if I should buy some of the Bitcoins. And they both told me. Uh, don't be stupid. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it, it kind of seems like a scam to me. Um, it's um, it's not though, and uh, I, and I and I will have to say, from a person you know of thinking, which I'm sure they're they're probably very credible with their craft, but they're coming from an old school of finance. Too. Yeah, so that's true in their too. world, it's in their world. They're, what they're used to is the solid. Yeah, you know, it's introducing something new is foreign. So to come across something like this. It's making the industry of finance head spin because it is um, it's not regulated like the U.S. dollar is by the Federal Reserve. It's it's regulated by the company that holds its standard for what the company processes it for. And it's and it's used to exchange currencies. So you could exchange right. currency all over the world through this service that bypasses the middleman. And you can store everything on a ledger. So everything is actually recordable and traceable and it becomes more advanced the more people use it. So right. I've actually I've actually found a security in it and realized that I don't know which coin is going to be the one, but in my personal perspective, this is ultimately the wave of the future without question. Fucking hey, man. You don't think it all crumble any fucking second? Because um, there's only I, like a handful of people that actually truly control it? Well, this is my thought. Let's let's just say you and I are neighbors and I have a tree in my yard that needs to be chopped down and you happen to be a woodcutter and you have some plumbing that needs to be done in your house and I happen to be a plumber. Okay. Is it okay is it okay for you and I to say, "Hey man, if you chop this tree down, I'm going to come over there and do your plumbing for you if that's okay." Would that be a fair trade and we both agree upon it? Is there anything wrong with that? No, I don't think so. To trade the services for the services. That's all it is. So ultimately, what this has become, it has become a form of, quote unquote, cryptocurrency that creates a value, ultimately what money is, for exchange that's regulated by the company because they only produce so many Bitcoin. It's not an infinite supply. That's how they create its value is because it's a limited supply. And after that, Based on the market, just like anything else, any company, any stock, based on the market, which creates its value, is ultimately what you can exchange it for into other currencies. Shit is so volatile, though, man. It's fucking just up and down and down and up. It's and like betting on a fucking football game, I feel like. It's like sitting on the edge of your seat, hoping that the fucking Rams are going to beat the spread. I can tell you this. <laughs> I've I've made money and I'm still up right now. I try I tried to buy some of the fucking Bitcoin. I tried on uh, yeah. Coinbase. Did you? <laughs> yeah, Coinbase, one of the uh, popular Bitcoin exchanges, and uh, yep. my bank wouldn't let me do it. Man, they wouldn't let it happen. Right? I, I got an email from them the next day uh, that said uh, <laughs> it said don't be stupid, <laughs> and uh, hmm. the fucking transaction never went through. Yeah, never went through. Huh. And I'm not fucking well, trying to go onto the dark web uh, or anything to buy some fucking Bitcoin either. Fuck that shit. Well, I, I, I will say this. Um, if you miss out on this opportunity, we'll have a podcast later on down the future. And I'm going to be saying, 
Scav, you should have you should have invested. <laughs> should have went out on the dark web and fucking bought the Bitcoin. <laughs> Get out dark web and buy some Bitcoin and watch the fucking <laughs> snuffiest fucking snuff film ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I created that word, by the way, snuffiest. The snuffiest. Yeah. yeah. My phone asked me if I wanted to save that word. I said, hell, motherfucking, yeah, the snuffiest. <laughs> I think that might be the name of this episode, by the way, snuffiest. <laughs> Patented, trademarked, um, mushroom stamped. Uh, snuffiest. snuffiest. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, the banks, uh, they're not digging on the Bitcoin, obviously, and uh, you can see why. No. Oh yeah, See, this is that new shit. Like you said, they have no control yeah. over it, and they uh, they stand to lose the most money. Yeah, you know? and you know they're all trying to put their hands in it too. From what I hear, um, Jeff Bezos, CEO of Amazon, has uh, applied for some patents with cryptocurrency, and uh, obviously, it being an online finance, he's going to be one of the biggest profiters of the exchange if he can make that available for. Uh, Amazon and um, Bank of America, second biggest bank in the United States, has also uh, applied for some patents for cryptocurrency to uh, have them uh, possibly, and what I'm understanding, possibly be able to store them uh, like uh, Coinbase would. Okay. So they would ultimately be the holders of Bitcoin as well. You can come to Bank of America, we can hold your US dollar and we can hold your Bitcoin. So they're trying to come up with some regulations for it, it seems they're like. Try, they're trying to come up with some type of regulation to put their hands around it. And uh, it's, it's interesting to see these big companies react because they have to. Because um, in many ways, it levels the playing field for the banks. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, uh, there's no reason why somebody would have to keep their finance at, in the Bank of America when they could simply keep it in possibly Coinbase or in their own right. crypto wallet, where, which is interesting with crypto wallets because you can actually take your finance out of Coinbase and store it on an actual card. But is it cloud-based or is it in your computer? It's physically in your hand, ultimately on a disk. It's on a, it's on a, wa- a cryptocurrency wallet that's about the size of a lighter. All right. Maybe smaller. Gotcha. Yeah. So, All right. So, so, so ultimately, that's like withdrawing your money, and that's proof that this is your money. They have them. They're, they they have the ones that are fire resistant and waterproof. I mean, it's a rabbit hole of uh, financial industry, unlike anything I've ever experienced in my life. As I'm falling deeper and deeper down this rabbit hole of understanding what this actually is. Yeah. There's a lot of uncertainties, man. A lot of uncertainties with this shit, man. And uh, I I just don't think I can trust it yet. I think it's going to overthrow the world economy. Man, all right. Yep, that's how certain I am. I believe it will overthrow the world's economy. I believe we're going to see huge things happen with cryptocurrency in 2018. I think this is just the beginning, but I think it's one of the biggest changes in finance we'll ever see in our lifetime. All right, there you go. Yep. <laughs> we know what Gene thinks. Uh, audience, let us know what you think if you're into the Bitcoin thing. Or uh, the Litecoin thing, cryptocurrency thing. Drop us a line on Twitter at Fake Ass Radio and tell us why you love or hate your Bitcoins. Yeah. And uh, maybe we'll read them next week and uh, talk more on this growing discussion. <laughs> <laughs> the world of Bitcoin. Hey, and I could be wrong. I could lose all my money tomorrow and, you know, I could be asked out. Hey, yeah. anything could fucking happen. But in my, in my perspective, hey, I, th- I think I'm going to ride this thing out. <laughs> hey, God be with you. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, man. Let's get into the tail end of the music block, man. What's your yeah, next man. little ditty for me? Got, got some more tunes, man. Uh, this MC um, goes by the name of King Los. Are you familiar with King Los? Yeah, he's like a freestyle battle MC, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, freestyle battle MC has a uh, has a has a nice little track record of just being a uh, just an awesome awesome lyricist on record. Uh, this song is called "Everybody's a Bitch." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. And every, and every time I say it, it just makes me laugh. I like this it. Is featuring featuring the MC Hobson and Royce the Five Nine. My 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 fucking favorite. One right. of my favorite MCs. For sure. And uh, you know, I'm not too. I'm not a big fan of Hobson, to be honest with you. So I was a little torn having to play this uh, track. This is a uh, Magnum Opus is one of Magnum Opus's favorite MCs. Yeah. So I just said, you know, yep. I, I'm going to take a listen to it. So, you know, I appreciated the bars from King Lowe's, Hobson, and Royce the Five Nine slays it at the end. But this is King Lowe's, Hobson, Royce the Five Nine on a fake ass radio show. Everybody's a bitch. Scabby, Gene Tech, get it. Bow. Yo, don't even ask me. Nope. Yo, hoe in the backseat. Yeah. I go in it fastly. Oh, she was nasty. Ooh. Inappropriate ass cheeks. Ooh. I was hoping to actually feel it. John with all my testicle ooze. Still it all. I may be texting to you. I'm feeling awesome. You should step in my shoes. I'm milling Boston with the rest of my crew. You flexing on who? Who? You try to start a problem with that nigga, then you gon' be stuck. Somebody gotta end up on bottom, and I'm telling you, it won't be us. Overly confident when I'm pulling up a women as I hold these nuts. Talk a little gibberish and get inside that pussy with that OG thrust. I wrote this dope, just hope it blows a payoff. Wrote this coast to coast, provoking chaos. Folks suppose the closest clone is Adolf. Don't get close, cause bones get broken, Adolf. Yikes, rocking all black like Batman. Batman. Slap a nigga with a backhand. Batman. Swagging on your motherfucking rap clan. Batman. I see through you niggas like a casket. I've been the truth since 14. Been known to always let loose with most steam. Lit like a nigga off juice and codeine. Breaking all laws, acting rude to police. Bitch, here's a nut you could use for protein. Y'all niggas don't be producing no heat. I ride the beat smooth and cruise it slowly. Fuck Jews and Rollies, bitch niggas, all you below me. Cause everybody's a bitch if you ask me. If you ask me. If you ask me. If you ask me. Everybody's a bitch if you ask me. I fuck around and take everybody, bitch, if you ask me. But don't ask me. Don't ask me, nigga. Don't ask me, nigga. Don't ask me, nigga. Don't ask me, nigga, cause everybody's a bitch if you ask me. I fuck around and take everybody, bitch, if you ask me. That's real talk, though. But don't ask me, nigga. I'm about to do my shit hop. I'm about to do my hip hop. Where I rap and wear a diamond studded flooded wristwatch. And fuck it, bitch, and Gucci flip flops. I get you groupies and I just watch. I make them bitches Gucci lip lock. They think I'm awesome, Papa's goofy, but this ain't a fucking movie. Get with the movie, the movie. If you're goofy, I'ma make the fucking script swap. I'm at the tip top on my game, though. And my chain glow. Like I found a gold at the end of the rainbow. I heard your girl take five, then take five, then take five more, like Jackie Tito. Marlon, Michael, what's your main though? And that's your main hoe. I heard they did the robot and the whole twat the whole dang time. You was thinking that the whole thing line, they had it looking like the Soul Train line. Choose up, elevate, move up, maneuver, juice up, use up, maneuver, use up, maneuver, use up, dudes who exclude us, including Judas, fool, we exude. Upper echelon, the upper echelons. Fuck it, bet your bra, the tuck a bet your car, suck a bet your car, the cops and cop a deuce. I cop a squad on niggas, cock a chopper too. Take the masses off and pile like jabber walkies. Keep the ratchet on me, keep you ratchets on me, keep you actors back, keep the acrobat. Niggas flip the script, people have your back and have you're back in caskets, bastards, once you die, that's it, once you lie, cut you off like a drop, your black ass and ass it, won't you fry, won't you buy skirt and heels and twerk for bills, cause everybody's a bitch if you ask me, <laughs> yup, and we the strongest boys, I done make it city the best for like the longest, boy, I got pissed off, you hopped on the phone with Royce, yo, Los, what up, my nigga, mm, shit, uh, man, I need a favor from the guy, nigga, you the goat, nigga, anything you need, what's good? 
Okay, then this won't be hard. I need that two minute unlimited you and them and them. Bad meets evil sequel. I for an eye, Fetty Wap, Masika, secret technique, street meets perfectionist, unique eclecticness. Royce. I need that why the fuck do academics keep posting all the wackest rapping gimmicks? I got a platinum flag and swag Olympics back in the day. I be bumping fab in Brooklyn, I be bumping fab in the bay. Just cash the six figure check. That's called a fabulous day. Miraculous practices after this, they gon' hashtag them to pray. But half of them tags is my prey. Immaculate passion to pass them, surpassing the J's, the biggie and pops. Cause that's what they would want to give me this shot. The Nazis gave us knowledge Fun gave us pawns Once they was done They would want the one That was finna take it No you pussy niggas Really finna hate it This my inner sanctum This ain't entertainment In the shit a movie And they finna tape it Morpheus, Neo, Agents In the Matrix And it's ancient And it's painted On the wall of the pyramids Fuck all yeah. Cause everybody's a bitch If you ask me If you ask me If you ask me If you ask me Everybody's a bitch If you ask me I fuck around and take Everybody bitch If you ask me but well, don't ask me. Don't ask me, nigga. Don't ask me, nigga. Don't ask me, nigga. Don't ask me, nigga. Cause everybody's a bitch if you ask me. I fuck around and take everybody, bitch, if you ask me. But don't ask me, nigga. They chasing that glisten, that glamour, not I. I'm chasing that guap. I'm looking like Joe Button chasing them kids with them cameras with rocks. Racing that clock. Plus I dress spectacular Having an adverse effect on whackness Last verse, leave headless rappers Blast first, ask questions after Except I don't ask no questions I'm just like a terrorist If I like her pics, my wife likes her dead I only dick down Badass black bitches But I'm quick to flip like Chris Brown And aim straight for that white girl head Whoa, if she's Spanish, I am poppy I probably hypnotized it like the eye of Hobson Y'all guys, y'all been robbed a bunch of times But not I, I am Ryan Lochte I kick down doors, true six mile boy Part of a breed that never existed before the last of a dying copy here to shake the game with my vibration uh, i used to dream about just making plain paper clean without traces but now shit didn't change now i just make paper plain like rock nation if you niggas start with me i'll leave you stiff as khakis with a starch increase nigga the art is key it's important to me you don't win against me it's more than me than just business and jeeps it's more than me than just an eminem beef even though these weirdos hard to please i got moses at my show pointing going he the part to see i don't wear no condoms what the fuck are condoms i don't trust no rappers i don't fuck behind them i go kobe step LeBron and shoot my shot and hit it with no seconds left. I only go for seconds at the bed and breakfast. Fucking hollering, nothing, yelling, nothing's promised. That's cause I'm fucking hot as the Bahamas. Woo. That's cause I'm hot as the Bahamas. I've been making money hand over fist fast. I send your baby mama home with a condition called Land Rover Whiplash. Cause I let it go hammy till she drained my vehicle battery. Gave me like three or four cavities from wearing edible panties. <laughs> I got a being broke allergy, being locality, mortality don't resonate with a superhuman being. I used to shoot and spin and keep shooting, now I'm doing shoots for spin and GQ. Ooh, tire marks, skid roof, see-through, fly, alcoholic, rich dude, recluse, crack a doll on my wrist with these jewels. She said she loved me, told the bitch, bitch, me too. This is what happens when you hit three kings on the track. My style is one of one and under coming, wasn't shit before it. I sat in these sessions until I turned to rigor mortis. The architect is architect, I'm not a dime, I'm off of that. What I'm writing down just not the mark for raps. I'm wearing blue jays. And my eagle flying through your carcass hat This freezing cartridge to heat your ass Part your crack Lean your carcass Then arch your back uh, Tell these artists It's hard to argue facts Go see if the charts are market that I got javelin swag Off to the races with bars Fly My only ultimatum is Mars My bitch is the baddest Her ass is the fattest She tatted with class I take it for granted I met her on Madison Ave Just to give her balance Took her to the Radisson last I just grab it and smash it And toss it When bitches and niggas see me in person It be just like when Calvin was walking In that Mickey D's commercial Yeah they see me working They like Hey hey Right Look like you're going to work, but I ain't on my way to McDonald's, I'm spraying them llamas, but nothing's fucking funny, track back, jumping, all I think about is who gonna pick up all this fucking money, like black youngsters, weight lifting, whipping 850s with a license plate to say all y'all niggas straight bitches. 
I like it. Like that one too. <laughs> Not bad. Big yeah. ass radio show, Scab D Gene Techman. Beastie. Smooth They're shit. also beastie. Beastie, beastie, beastie. With the smoothness. <laughs> All right, well, fuck. Last song of the night going to be played by me. And uh, I thought this was an interesting song. There is a new movie on Netflix with Will Smith. It's called Bright. Have you seen yeah. this yet? No, I um I peeked at it last night, actually. I watched like maybe five minutes of the uh, opening. That's about it, but... I, right. I plan on sitting down and catching it uh, at some point. Perfect. Little homework for you. Let's uh, get into that in the, this next week here, and uh, let's talk yeah. about that next episode. Yeah, dope. They uh, have a, a soundtrack album for this uh, for this here movie, and it's got yeah. a bunch of different people collabing with each other. So uh, I picked one song that I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, it features Big Baby Dram and uh, Neil Young, if you can believe that. These guys getting on the same track together. So yeah, I, um, this, uh, I noticed this whole album had kind of like a mix of artists on tracks, kind of like a judgment night, possibly. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, thought this was a kind of a mellow little ditty that I quite enjoyed. So I hope everybody else does out there in fake ass radio land. Big Baby Dram and Neil Young from the Bright album. The song's called Campfire. Big ass radio show. Scab B. Gene Tech. Because I had the desire to, to spread good vibes And it changed lives For the better, better know that I've been changing at the same time Sand in my toes and my head to the sky I gaze upon the stars and I simply reply That we're the same thing, that's what we think But you don't gotta look nowhere near as far to reach me off of the shore into the waves of the water I spotted souls that were drowning But didn't want to be bothered It's just like watching a man That's about to jump to his death You gotta stop him From taking that last step I spotted them by the buoy Not knowing what they were doing I jumped right in, swam to them And put them onto the movement uh, Back at the beach We warmed them up with the fire And drowned me sorrow with love And waves of thoughts and spine
Sound and he, he crosses over between rapping and singing and just I don't know he's just a he's just a nice smiley face of music to listen to man I wish he made like vinyl records so he could do like some like vinyl seventies big old smiley R and B artist covers <laughs> yeah <laughs> he is very entertaining like you said I, I'll agree with you there <laughs> hell of a guy big baby Dram yeah 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 well yeah I'm kind of sad man that was the last song of this year yeah. 2017. Yeah, what can uh, I say, man? It's been a hell of a year. Yeah. Arguably one of the best years of my life. I would have to agree, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, we did a lot. <laughs> and it's not even over yet, man. It's not even over. Tomorrow, fucking Heather and I, we're headed to California, celebrate my birthday, and uh, also bring in the new year in wine country. All right, lovely Santa Barbara, man. I love it there. So uh, I will be there. I will uh, also be celebrating the state of California's toke of midnight, meaning the uh, recreational weed becomes legal on January 1st of 2018. So, uh, oh, oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'll have a nice fat PR of uh, some of Cali's finest and uh, probably a nice Pino in my hand <laughs> when, the, uh, <laughs> when the ball drops. So, uh, yeah. I've got that going for me, which is nice. <laughs> what do you got going on? Any New Year's plans real quick? Uh, you know, um, actually, um, I don't, man, to be honest with you. I'm still kind of flipping through ideas of uh, New Year's plans. i got a couple different options, but I haven't quite committed on anything yet, you know. So I'll probably be um, probably doing what I do, man. I'll probably hang out with some uh, good people and uh, have some nice food and drink and, uh, yeah, bring it in solid. All right. Sweet. Any resolutions yeah. for next year? Yeah, my, my resolutions this year are to make goals and actually stick to continuing to make goals on a consistent basis. That's my goal. My goals goal are important. Make goals. Setting yeah, goals yeah. is important, my friend. May, it, yes. Gloria and I, uh, we did the uh, dream boards way yeah. back in years ago on the show uh, yeah. after uh, Shia LaBeouf. Uh, inspired us uh, when he yeah. went on his uh, just do it <laughs> his just do it rant do you remember that yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. that was great do it! awesome fucking Shia LaBeouf just yeah. do it yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we can't forget that setting yeah. goals is important man so set some I got a yeah I don't got a lot next year I uh, I, I just want to focus on production 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 here man I want to step it yeah. up next year with the podcasting and the music, I want to devote much more time to it. And uh, I'd like to get into a more responsible routine 
uh, yeah. with the uh, studio out here. All right, I got Absolutely. this beautiful room out here and all this fucking nice equipment, and I've yeah. only fucking scratched the surface with it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Get out here more. Yeah, and that's uh, and that's where I'm at too. I, I, I myself want to record more often, more regularly. You know, even if it's little mini little things to get in. You know, even if I can just sit down with the microphone for five, ten minutes here and there. You know, I, I it, collectively, it's a. Uh, it's the process that continues and will always grow. And, you know, I, I want to set my goals just outside of my reach. So I work a little harder at them. So I obtain them and then achieve even more than, uh, you know, what I would if not setting goals at all, man. But yeah, I want to get into recording. I, um, you know, Mario, you know, novelist, you know, uh, old recording partner, him and I have started to work on throwing some lyrics back and forth on a track. So, you okay. know, you might hear some, might hear some new music come out of Gene Techman this year. And uh, yeah, man, I just uh, want to go full force with uh, just like kicking 2018's ass, man. All right. I'm ready for it, too. I am ready, too. Yeah. So, you know. And Bitcoin. I'm going to buy a bunch of Bitcoin in the new year, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that's about it, man. That's about it. Uh, 2017 is about through. We uh, saw a lot of scandal this year. Uh, we saw some of the worst gun violence we've ever seen in this country this year. But uh, we also saw the return of your fake-ass radio show. So, uh, yeah, some good came out of this motherfucker, right? <laughs> and, Gene, it's been great getting back into MIC with you this year, my friend. Yeah, for uh, sure, man. Yeah, best wishes to you in the new year. You as well, my friend. I hope we continue uh, to keep this momentum with the show going. And uh, we get a little bigger and better next year, man. Right? Absolutely. I know you we can know. do it. I know we can you do it. You already know, son. You already know. Yes, sir. And I hope our listeners also have a safe and happy new year. And uh, we at the Fake Ass Radio Show wish for all your dreams to come true in 2018. All right? We're pulling for you next year, people. Going to be our year, motherfuckers. Going to be our year. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Gene, where can the people find you? You can find Gene Techman. That's G-E-A-N-T-E-C-H-M-A-N on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. Just put my name out there. You'll, you'll, you'll definitely find me. Gene Techman, baby. Perspective changer, hip-hop expert. Yeah, holla. And I'm Scav D. And all I got to say is my name is short for Scavenge Detroit. And just give me a Google. And look at everything you find on there, all right? I think I might have two pages worth of Google material, possibly. <laughs> so, <laughs> page three, it starts wearing a little thin. But yeah, give me a Google, all right? Check out what I do, all right? And the fake-ass radio show, give us a Google, too. We're all over this motherfucker, all right? 2017, done. And with that, I'm Scav. And I'm Gene Techman. And this is the Fake Ass Radio Show. Have a good night. Or morning. And have a good new year. Whenever Please. you're listening. However you're listening. And whatever you plan on uh, listening to next year, we hope it's us. Keep the Fake Ass Radio Show in your deck, son. We're glad that you are listening, lovely audience. Thank you very, 
very much. Good day. <laughs> over, over, and out. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.